Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Whether you've overdone it at the gym, at the dinner table, or on the couch, AHM Health Insurance have a cover for you. Join direct at ahm.com.au. For SEN America, this is the SEN NFL Podcast. Hello and welcome to the SEN NFL Podcast. I'm your host, Richard Garraway. Sitting right next to me is my co-host, James Arthur. G'day, mate. Hey, buddy. How are you? Very, very good. Welcome to the wrap-up show. Nothing but a little bit of news and silliness coming up for the next 40-odd minutes or so. It's our 36th podcast, and we're going to get straight over the newsroom. It's time to go into the newsroom on the SEN NFL podcast. News straight off the top that four Australians, James, have been invited to the NFL Combine, which is obviously pretty exciting news. Yeah, it's great news. Obviously, the guy I'm looking most forward to seeing how he goes is um, Adam Gotsis, who won't be competing in a lot due to his knee injury. Yeah, it'll be, we'll have to wait and see what he actually decides to do and what he doesn't yeah. decide to do. Um, for those who don't know... Uh, Adam had a pretty serious knee injury, had an ACL tear during his season for Georgia Tech. Uh, the other three Australians, Brad Craddock, kicker out of Maryland, Lachlan Edwards, a punter out of Sam Houston State, and Tom Hackett, who we've talked about many times on this podcast, punter out of Utah, won all sorts of awards. And a really um, good dude. I haven't met him, but he just looks like a really cool guy. Yeah, but Very um, funny. Yeah, pretty exciting. More and more Australians were seeing... Yeah, in and around the NFL, there yep. were seven on rosters last year at different times, um, and it looks like you know a couple of these guys might get through as well. Yeah, and then you look, you know, and, and our next topic is Joel Wilkinson, a former AFL player, signing with the Cardinals, going to go over and play a bit of cornerback. He uh, basically, which you you told me earlier, he retired from AFL halfway through last season which slipped under the radar to go and pursue an NFL career. And I guess people just kind of thought, oh, you know, who cares? But it's obviously worked out for him. Cornerback's a tough position to play in the NFL, though. Absolutely, especially at the Cardinals. I mean, it's a pretty loaded defensive back group. Not great corners, though. They've got Peterson and Matthew, but Matthew's that hybrid guy. You know, there's certainly potential there. And, you know, special teams and whatnot, he, he could be a, a real role player. Interesting yeah. to see. Yeah, for those who don't know... Um, Joel, he started his career um, playing AFL with the Gold Coast Suns. Last year, he was on the Northern Blues in the VFL. And as you just pointed out, James, he retired halfway through last year to pursue a career career in the NFL. That's what uh, is written as the reason for retiring on the Northern Blues website. Yeah. So it was always his aim. He's been in Arizona basically since then, honing his skills, honing his craft, hoping for a shot. He had two workouts with the... Cardinals and they've decided to give him a go. Yeah, it's very exciting for him and, you know, hopefully all goes well. I just hope Fox Sports Australia don't get wind of it like Jared Hayne. Well, he's not famous, so they probably won't. Okay. Um, coming out of the 
NFL head office, they've announced the Hall of Fame game. The 2016 Hall of Fame game will be the Packers and the Colts. Who cares? Just another preseason game without starters. No one plays in those games because they've still got 140 people on their roster. So, yeah. Look, it's it's the Hall of Fame game. It's cool to honor the Hall of Fame guys, but who cares about the game? Moving on, Jared Mayo, the leader of the Patriots defense, since he was drafted in 2008, has announced that he has chosen to retire. Yeah, and actually a sad story. He was a really good football player for six or seven seasons and then hurt his knee and just hasn't been the same. And that's the reason he's retiring. He came back last year from his knee injury and just just didn't look the same for them. So he's decided to pull the pin, which it's a real shame to see someone's career, um, you know, Called by injury. Yeah, it's, it's a shame. Speaking of injuries, Panthers star Luke Keekley will reportedly undergo surgery for a torn labrum in his shoulder. Yeah, that's why they lost the Super Bowl, didn't you hear? Cam's, <laughs> Cam's actually blaming Luke Keekley now. Do you think the um, moment was too big for Cam? I think, yeah, absolutely. I think the whole moment's been too big for him. Yeah. If they'd won, he would have been unbearable on the other side. He would have been carrying on. Um, there's not a lot of maturity there, I don't think, and he's a youngish guy, you know. Hopefully he gets better. Let's not get into that. The guys um, from inside the playbook will get mad at us. Good luck to Luke Kickley. I hope that goes really well for him. Yeah. He's He'll be gun. fine. He's played with it for the last couple of weeks. It's just a, a clean-up. He could play forever with it, by the way. He's played the last couple of games, so he's a freak. In contract talks... Kirk Cousins and the Washington Redskins have apparently um, broken off negotiations for a new deal. Yeah, really interesting story. Basically, ESPN and NFL insider Adam Schefter reported on Tuesday that there are no more scheduled talks. Um, They can't get the deal right. There's a chance they may still franchise tag him, but the problem is with the years is what, what we're hearing that he wants probably five years or something along those lines, and they're only willing to give him two or three. So, Is there a market for him at five years? Are you 80 million? The Browns take him? <sighs> Jeez, they could use that to Denver? pick for something else. To Denver? Ooh, Denver, that'd be interesting. Do you know, there's plenty of teams that need quarterbacks. So, yeah, de- yes, definitely. I think there's a market for him. The way he played this year... I'd, I, if I was a jam and I didn't have a quarterback, I'd take a risk on him because, as we say all the time, if you don't have one, you're stuffed anyway. So you may as well try. If you keep failing without, if you keep failing without him, just just try and get anything you can. It, it's much cheaper to fail with a draft pick than it, it is. is to fail with a what will be a franchise quarterback. You'll have to pay him franchise quarterback money. The Rams, yeah. Telling me the Rams picking 18 in the draft or 15 in the draft Ooh, get to go out to LA. What are they going to get? There, nothing. So you, you've got plenty of salary cap. You take a chance, I reckon. So yeah, yeah that, that's, that's my thought. There's definitely a market for him. Yes, Jets. This is another team. Yeah. Well, uh, Fitzpatrick's, Fitzpatrick's a free, free agent, agent so too. there's a there's yeah. an instant an upgrade and replacement for him. I think he could easily play the Fitzpatrick role from last year. Moving on, Lions cut hometown hero Joyke Bell. Uh, why is he hometown hero? Because he's from Detroit. Is that? Oh, he's on, it's his hometown. Yes. Is that the only reason we're... Uh, yes. He's done nothing for the past three seasons, or two seasons. All right. Well, if you don't want to talk about it, we'll move on <laughs> to another Detroit Lion, cornerback Rasheem Mathis, announced his retirement after 13 seasons. He was an all-pro selection in 2006 with the Jacksonville Jaguars. One of a, re- a really good underrated career, Mathis. He, he's known as the guy with the long hair and the dreadlocks. He's played for two teams, Jaguars and Detroit, and he was with the Jaguars when they were a decent team as well. They made a couple of playoff runs with him there. So when they had Maurice Jones, Drew, and David Garrard and whatnot, he was, he's been a good player. I think anyone who plays 13 years in the NFL, especially as a cornerback, uh, 
pretty pretty exceptional. What about a linebacker who's now going to come for his 14th season? Incredibly impressive. Yeah, incredibly impressive. This, he still plays at a pretty high level too. He was a really good pass rusher for them last year. He adds a different element. He obviously adds a leadership and a toughness element to their team. Uh, he's a good role model for guys like Burfecht. They can learn how to, you know, hit guys late and hit guys <laughs> dirty so they can get ejected and whatnot. He's <laughs> <laughs> so bad. I, I'd hate to play against him. Oh, I'd love it. He's a guy that if he's on your team, you love him. Yeah, because 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 everyone's afraid of what he's going to do. Imagine having to practice with him. You just... Nah, I'm not going against him. Last thing we want to touch on before we get on to the silliness, Roger Goodell earned $34.1 million as a salary in 2014 after his tax filings are public. He must get a percentage of the NFL. No, he wouldn't. No way. Or he must get, like, incentives or something like that. Actually, he probably gets $31.1 million is an odd amount. So, you know, he runs the NFL. Did What's- he earn it? $34.1 million? Yeah, I think so. I with think what, if you work with what at that, that league's worth? Yeah, absolutely I do. It's like it's a lot of money, but that league is worth trillions. It's ridiculous. So It's not it. worth trillions. Are you sure? Yo, yes, I'm sure. <laughs> Billions then. There you go. Yeah. But it, it absolutely is worth it. He's I don't know, I don't reckon he's you know, whether he's done a good job or not, he's still doing the job. Well, and and I'm sure he's a big part of TV Contracts and things like that, they're huge out of control. They've just redone the Thursday nights. Yeah, big deal there. They've split up. For those who don't know, Fox and NBC are now splitting those. Um, So it's... Who does Collinsworth and Al Michaels... He's their NBC. They're NBC. They're good. They're they're going to be doing some of them. Nance Nance and Sims, NBC, they're awful. Are they NBC as well? No, they're Fox. They are. Uh, they're, yeah, they're Fox. I think they you're are right. I think you're right. Terrible. Yeah, they're awful. They are. Oh, they, they. Sorry, Chris. I'm getting mad. They, I hate <laughs> Phil Sims. He's a moron. Tell. And he had a re- he, he had a really bad Super Bowl. Yeah, really bad. Well, I haven't seen it since we saw it at the Hawthorne, so I haven't actually heard the commentary. It was terrible. It's you bad. Don't need to. It's really bad. Well, being now that Chris is talking and making himself part of the podcast, apparently something special is planned for us today. Well, it's one of the last episodes that we're going to do for this season, so I thought. What I do this week is collate all the funny stuff that has happened on the show so far this year and kind of put it all together and make a bit of a story about it. So did, did you guys want to do it now, did you? You want to do it right now? Let's do it. Let's do uh, it straight off the top. It took me a while, by the way, so if you really enjoy this, I appreciate the So Even if you don't find it funny, can you just laugh anyway? I'll so find it can funny, make mate. If I'm in it, it'll be funny. I feel like I should have some music in the background as well, but I didn't really think that far ahead. Can't you just tear a track up? No, because I have to play audio from this little thing. Do you know that so. the beauty, it, it's it's a podcast, so you can loop it later. What do you mean? I don't know, you're the producer. Yeah, can't you just run a track under it later? I don't understand what that means. He's, right. he's playing coy with us. Spread it like peanut... Just put that one in. Everyone loves that one. <laughs> That's here goes, ready to go. Yeah. <laughs> yep, go. All right, here we go. As we know, coming into this podcast, James, I'm going to start with James first and move on to Richie. Coming into this podcast, James had next to no experience in front of a microphone He's a carpenter by trade, so he was never going to wow us with uh, any extensive vocabulary. Take a listen to James struggling to pronounce a simple nine-letter word. The suspension, people keep saying, oh, he's being suspended for deflating balls and the NFL, the Players Association shows that you can only find someone this and that. That's not what it's for. He's being suspended for bringing the game into disrespute. Basically, oh, bringing the game into what? Disrespute. But it didn't stop there. How do you say it? Disrepute? Disrepute. I think you might find it's disrepute, mate. Just what did I say? Disrepute? 
There's no S there. That's the same word. Disrepute <laughs> and disrepute are the same word, are they? Yeah, it is. <laughs> um, so can we cut this? <laughs> no, staying in. It's just coming in. Okay. Yeah. Well, disrepute. No. No. Again. That's still wrong. Disrepute. So there's no <laughs> S. In it. On. There's no S. Correct. And just when we thought that you had it, so in the end, what was this suspended for? Bringing the game into disres- <laughs> disrepute. And that wasn't the only word that James struggled with. I wanted to ask, is it Blake Bortles' third year or second year? Second year. It's, he was a rookie last year? Yes. I was wrapping rap, my brain for it before. I just couldn't think of it yet. And neither was this. Now, one thing I will say, the Giants, their O-line is in, is in tathers. They're terrible. <laughs> yeah, I love that one. And sometimes <laughs> he just doesn't really read cues properly. Mate, it's our 16th podcast. You've been out and about, and you're back in the studio. It's so good to have you back, mate. Are you asking me a question? <laughs> Uh, feel free to comment. Well, normally you just segue on. Sorry, mate, it's, it's changed since I've been away. But as the season went along, James was able to grasp the English language and improve his pronunciation of basic words. Another thing we know and love about James is his love for the Dallas Cowboys. When I raised the idea with James about potentially interviewing a Dallas Cowboys player, James was only too keen. Do, yeah, do, do Tom Hornsey. I love him. <laughs> so we organised for Tom to come into the studio, and there was James decked out in his Cowboys gear like the fanboy he is. The interview went off without a hitch, 20 minutes of terrific questions and stories until James finished with this. Now, my final question, do you have a nickname? <laughs> I don't, actually. They don't really, they give me Hornsey, but that's about it. Well, I, I've come up with, I'm a bit of a nickname guru. Yep. Do you like devil? As in the Hornsey devil? I'll that, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we can do that. Beautiful. So Beautiful. So well I'll um I'll tweet Des and and Romo on that later and and let them know that that's your new nickname. They can spread that. it around the yeah, club. They can learn my name. Beautiful. Yep. <laughs> Safe to say that Tom hasn't spoken to us since, and poor James hasn't really forgiven himself for it. My life is a toilet, and at least he can admit it. I'm a loser. <laughs> and sometimes he gets so upset that he lashes out at the people he loves. Oh, shut up, Chris. But then he forgives them. I have missed you, mate. Like, the desert's missed the rain, buddy. But then he tries to get them off the show that he created. Just quietly, what is Chris doing on our show here? He's Fair enough, he he hijacked a couple of guests lately, but now he reckons he can just jump in whenever he wants. Again. He's bringing the the show into disrepute. (laughs) You're an idiot. And then he forgives them again. So good to be here, mainly to see my man Chris. I've missed him. He's so handsome. And then he creates nicknames for them. Is your full name Christopher? Because I always call you yeah, that. Yeah. Yes. I thought it Actually, might have been like Christaki or something like that. <laughs> but I'm not the only person that James seems to have a problem with. Aussie running back Jared Hayne was also in the firing line. What I like about Jared Hayne is absolutely nothing. <laughs> <laughs> As was Manti Teo. Their front seven. There's so many question marks over it. Well, Manti Teo is still trying to find his girlfriend. I don't know how he's going to play linebacker <laughs> for him. As was Seahawks quarterback Russell Wilson. I'm a bit sick of Russell Wilson in terms of... What did he ever do to you? Oh, just at the moment with this... All that winning he does. The Ciara girl, and oh, I'm just so over it. Stop following him on Twitter then. Oh, you the other day he's, he's talking about his sex life, and like, Russell, like, you, I just, I don't think I like Russell Wilson. As was football commentator and Australian sweetheart... Bruce McAvaney, who James doesn't seem to appreciate the very touchy-feely nature of. I don't Get watch that shit, mate. your fucking hands off him, you weird old man. But even though James can be a bit of a bully, he's always there to give you a pearl of wisdom when it's needed. Don't do drugs. <laughs> <laughs> However, 
He still hasn't cut down on the amount of gossip he spreads. Crazy's a bitch. You don't know what she said about you the other day. She said you were a pot stirrer. Now, on to Richie. Even though he's the more experienced of the duo, both in radio and in life, <laughs> he can still struggle with the odd word as well. Absolutely ridiculous. Or two. <laughs> there were 34 in point. 31st in points scored last year in the league. <laughs> I just found that one reason that I was going to play it again. They were 34th in point, 31st in points scored last year in the league. All three. Bangles. What was that? <laughs> Bangles? I could, I, there was so many of those, but I just decided yeah, to just chuck two of those in. Being the experienced pres- presenter he is, however, Richie's professionalism always shines through making sure to keep this family-friendly program as family-friendly as possible. My notes are, blow it up, exclamation mark, John Fox is an empty suit. What's wrong with you? You're down by 20 in your own ha- in their and half and you punt. What a dick. Like, can we say that? <laughs> you were so shocked when it happened. I couldn't believe it. Panic mode. Just swearing on air. Swearing's bad, isn't it, Richie? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> But in the end, above all else, it's the beautiful relationship that James and Richie share that make this show so special. Whether it's Richie telling James, "You look like a fucking slob," or or letting him or letting him know that you're such a tool, or whether they're talking about Richie's big deep balls. <laughs> he always has time for James, regardless of what time of day we're calling him. No, that's the music, Rich. Very good. And because this was a recent addition to the script and I couldn't fit it in, we just wanted to listen to this to finish it off. I can't get away from these novelty markets. Will Ted Ginn Jr. drop a pass? Yes. Oh, stop yelling. Odds? Would you stop yelling into the microphone? What are the odds I've on that? I've never seen him look so serious in my life. It's that was like a infuriating. He's a stern like a Richard. Father. Oh, stern oh, Richard. wow. He's a sook. That kind of broke will my heart. Ted Ginn J- will Ted Ginn Jr. drop a pass? Yes, is a dollar so there we go. There, there's some of the best bits of audio that we managed to find throughout the last 34 weeks of shows, boys. So well done. It's been a good. It's been a good show. It's been fun. It's not finished. It sounds like we're reminiscing and all that sort of stuff. We're hoping to continue it on. But there's some of the audio that uh, we've managed to find over the past few weeks. Some pretty pretty not good bad. moments there. Moments that I don't even remember. Yeah, that's pretty. Funny, what do you remember? Uh, Richard saying bangles. When did he ever say that? Bangles. <laughs> oh, this one's my favourite. They were 34 in point, 34 <laughs> oh, points scored last year. It sounds like he's from league. Boston. What was I doing? Bangles? <laughs> I wish we could find more of those. They're just going to be bloody going through. The bangles. As I've been listening this week, listening back, I have to make a couple of apologies. One to the Carolina Panthers because, man, we hammered them early in the season. It was a bloodbath. Also, Doug Martin. After the first two weeks, we were claiming for him to be cut and that he was one of the worst players in the NFL. Turns out he's really not. So apologies to both those teams. Uh, well, some of your predictions are going to go right and some are going to go wrong. I don't know whether you wanted to get into it now or a little later, little later on. But I've, I've cut up just a, a little bit uh, of your... Um, uh, what's the word that we just were going to call it? Predictions. I cut up some of your predictions from the start of the season. Just just uh, skip my mind for a second. Um so I didn't cut up all of them. I cut up only the ones that you were bang on about or were completely really wrong about. Wrong. So if you were only like two or three games away, I kind of left it. But here's some of it. We just found this one, uh, James, uh, your prediction on Brock Osweiler. Let's have a listen. I, I'm i going to make a big call. I think they will go to Osweiler at some point this season. Nice. Ding. That was at the start of the season, I think. Or towards yeah, the start was, of the season. Was, I think it was like week three. But yeah, I, I, I did say that they would go to him 
you, when we continue on, it says that they would go to him not through injury. It turns out Peyton Manning did get injured, but then he didn't get his job back till later. They were ready to replace him at that point yeah. anyway. However, um, they, ended right. up, they ended up winning the Super Bowl. Now, this so. one's not a prediction, but I thought it was kind of funny talking about the Cleveland QB situation. Let's have a listen. I really hope for Cleveland Browns fans that they just get some luck at quarterback. And obviously that didn't happen. I don't know. That's not really a prediction, but it's kind no. of gotten worse. Yeah. <laughs> so I just kind of it thought it was funny. It's- I could hear how unsure you were about that happening, and in the end, we know what the, what the story's been since then, so I kind of just wanted to play that. Uh, also at the start of the season, this was one of our first, it was either our first or second episode because we were actually still in the studio upstairs. In the, in and, the sweat box. In the sweat box, in the before tiny we, sweat box Before we upstairs. made a big time in the big studio. Yeah, exactly. Well, they fired all the news department, you mean, <laughs> and gave us their studio. <laughs> this is what you had to say about the Cardinals. Oh, JA's bet of the year, Ooh. Arizona Cardinals at $26, chuck the house on them. <laughs> Your house? No, 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 my house, anyone else's. <laughs> Just so you know, I don't bet, so it's pretty easy to make really bold claims. Uh, I think at $26, if they can get Carson Palmer going in the right direction, uh, they are a very good football team. The division's certainly weaker, and they've got I think it's theirs and Seattle's division, through. for sure. So you weren't quite on, they didn't go all the way, they but go all the way, damn close. I was close, they were a good team. Exactly, I, I think they were a lot better than most people were expecting, but yeah. you, you were right on top Carolina, of Carolina, we looked back the other week, that, for that episode, they were paying like $65 or something like it that. It was, yeah, 60 to 1, pre-season win the Super Bowl. Den- Denver were about 8 10 to 1. 10 to 1. 10 they? to 1. Yeah. So. How, about, how about this one? This is uh, your prediction on the Steelers. Odds, I really like their over. I think they're going to be a really good team. Um but as you mentioned, the concerns are on defense. Yeah, absolutely. And I think, yeah, they'll be a good team, but the defense will hold them back, and that's that's my concern. Look, I, I have them finishing 10-6. and six. And what oh, did they finish? Nailed it. 10-6. and 10-6. and six. Nice one. That was pretty good. What, what was the, the over-under preseason? Was it 11 or 12 wins? Can't be, yeah, can't have been some, that high. No, I, was, I think it was 9.5 or something like that. Yeah. yeah. And you were pretty bang on about the Chiefs as well. Let's have a listen. Well, I think they'll win... 11, possibly 12 games. I actually wow. have them Winning the division. Four. I think these Nailed guys it. are going to win the division. And don't get me wrong, it's not all going to be on Alex Smith. I think this defense is, you know, dynasty worthy. It's a really good defense. And it has been for a couple of years. So not bad. A couple a couple spot on. I'm sure I missed a, a few. Close. You didn't, we'll get to them soon, but we'll get to a couple of Richie's hits as well. On the 49ers, Richie, let's hear what you have to th- say about the uh, 49ers at the start of the season. San Francisco 49ers, their win total is 7.5. They are tanking so much. I think they're going to be absolutely awful. I'd want the under there. Yeah, bingo. That was uh, five and eleven. They finished. Yeah, you yeah. were that episode. You for about five minutes. You were talking about how shit they were going to be. So well done for that. And you also had a prediction on the Bengals. I think the Bengals will do pretty much what they always do. They're going to make the playoffs out in straight sets, and that will leave a lot of question marks over that coaching staff yep. and over that personnel. So you knew they were going to... The only well, thing I'll say to that is injuries hurt. Exactly. Them. If totally they'd had Andy Dalton, they would have been a lot better. I feel bad for them this year because it wasn't a typical Bengals falling apart. They were a good team. And, and it bought that coaching staff more life. Yeah, absolutely. Because you can 100% turn and say, well, our QB was playing arguably one of the best in the league at the time. Yeah, and got hurt. And he got hurt. If, if, they'd had a, if Andy Dalton had never got hurt, I reckon they would have been the number one seed. Personally, they were when they were when he got hurt. Yeah, they were flying. They were dominating. So, speaking about teams riddled with injuries, there was one team that you had very high hopes on at the start of the season. They had an injury to one of their or to their quarterback, and in the end, they had a 
terrible season. Let's have a listen to both of your predictions on the Dallas Cowboys. First, James, and then Richie. I, I have them winning eleven games. I think, which I think they won. They won twelve last year, so I, I have eleven or twelve games. I think. I just I looked at the Eagles team, and we'll get to that next. And just I think they've just got a little bit more talent. That's all it is. The line's nine and a half. They won twelve last year. They've got one of the easier schedules in the yep. NFL. Um, nine and a half. I reckon they're going comfortably over that again. I reckon they'll get a similar record to last season. Again, you're wrong by quite a fair what margin, but. A lot of that is due to the fact that you lose your quarterback, you lose your... So I was hesitant to put that in, but when you look at the win-loss record, it's quite a margin off what you expect. I've been listening back this week. I'm going to give you a pass for it. I've been listening back this week as well, and it's interesting that, like, Seattle started off 3-5 and or something like that. Yeah, it was awful. And were terrible and weren't going to make the playoffs, and then all of a sudden, come playoff time, they were one of the contenders. So very interesting to hear the earlier rounds. It's a long season, the NFL. Early on, you... You make a lot of predictions. Like the Kansas City Chiefs, we were hammering them, saying they were never going to get anywhere. Well, and all of a sudden, and, what were they? One and five? One and five. All of a sudden, they win three in a row, and we're going, oh, maybe they're okay. And then Finish bang, ten a, in yeah, a row. Ten in a row. So that was pretty impressive, I thought. Well, here's another team, James, that you thought was going to be terrible at the start of the season. I don't think they're going to improve on it. They might have a really high draft pick this year. I said, I it think I've got them as five wins as, as at best. Yeah. I think they're a two to three win team. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm, I'm with you, Steve. I can't see them. Being anything special. You know who that was? Sneaky Salisbury. Yeah, but you know what team you were talking about? Titans. The Jets. Oh, yeah, we got that wrong. The Jets. Yeah, well, they didn't make yeah, playoffs, but we, so. Originally, we were thinking Geno. Pick at Geno. You was did be say QB. that you weren't sure what QB. We though. didn't think. Oh, I definitely didn't think Fitzpatrick would play that well. No, no chance. Well, he's earned himself a pile of cash because he's yeah. a free agent now. Someone's going to pay him. Browns. <laughs> they're, your, they're your everybody. Because their quarterback situation is disgraceful. Maybe they can sign Osweiler before that. Yeah, who that knows? Joke. They can need to sign someone. Let's have a listen to another team that you uh, both thought were going to struggle at the start of the season. I've got lucky to win four. But in saying that, if Bobby Griffin can, if he can get his rookie ability back, if he can just get some swagger back in his game, then the sky's the limit. Because yeah. when, he when he's going... Man, he, he's a machine. They won more than four games. They won. won the division. And you guys were actually paying out on Kirk Cousins quite a lot as well in that episode. Yeah, well, you know what? Everyone was paying out on Kirk Cousins. It's because he was the pick six machine. Yeah. he was. His thing was getting into a position where you can win and throwing that heartbreaking interception. Yeah. That's what Kirk Cousins' move was. At the end of the day, they won a division because there was a crap division. I, don't, I think you'll see them regress next year, and I'd be... Happy to make the same prediction in the preseason again of how good they're going to be. What about Richie on the Chargers? Let's have a listen to oh, what Richie said about the Chargers. He loves the Chargers. I love them. I'm giving them 10 wins. Oh, my um, God. And we'll see how the new coach and whatever can rally him. I was off by... Uh, you heard it, James at the end saying, I disagree. I was only off by six. <laughs> <laughs> that definitely comes into this one. What about James on the Ravens? I actually think they're going to have a really good year. I think they're going to be the top team in the AFC. I think they're going to be 12 and 4. That's Whoa. how I have them. So I think that's going to win... Two more games than last year, I think. Yeah, you weren't quite... Uh, weren't oh, quite it was money. injuries again as well. You can't always use injuries as an excuse. You can if it is an excuse. <laughs> the Ravens had no one by the end of the season. Uh, yeah, you know how many free agents they've got on their team? Because they had to sign so many guys. 37. 37 free agents on I mean, your team. That means they had 37 injuries on their team. You're still so wrong. Around that. I was wrong. What about your thoughts on the Bills? I actually think they'll... Won't win the division. I think they'll be better than the Patriots this year. 
not quite. Yeah, actually, uh, another thing about the Bills, listening earlier, they had a really good start to the season as well, and they just eight and eight rumbled. That well, the middle of the season was the worst. They had two wins at the end of the year, yeah. So they were really only on six, and they actually started quite well. That middle period of the season was terrible for them. Yeah, that defense just didn't live up to the hype, did it? No, Mario Williams will be gone. Well, now they've got a new defensive coordinator who, let's face it, I think's a Bud. Rob Ryan. Rob yeah. Ryan. They Dumb could go move. backwards. Yeah. Now we heard before, James, your thoughts on the Cardinals. Richie, let's have a listen to your thoughts on the Cardinals. i got a funny feeling they're going backwards. Ah, it's, damn it. It's the unknown. It just worries me so much. If Palmer is as good as advertised, I said the hype machine is, is well and truly churning it out, then I think they can do something similar to what they did. I just, I don't see it. He's coming back from, you know, another knee injury. I think they're slipping backwards. I mean, they might drop as low as nine wins potentially, but we'll wait and see. Yeah, you you weren't as uh, as close as James was on, on the Cardinals. I think I don't know why I liked the Cardinals so much in the preseason. You because I was so very good the year before. Yeah, I just didn't think um, Palmer Palmer would be able to do it. Yeah, he played really well until the, until he hurt his hand. Yeah, and then yeah. he just wasn't the same. Yeah. And last one, James, your thoughts on the Browns? I I, I have them at eight and eight with a question mark. They'd love that. Yeah, eight and eight. <laughs> They'd love eight to be eight and eight. Basically, winning, making this winning the Super Bowl for the Browns. Yeah, they're a terrible football team. I just like how you were questioning. You were talking about how terrible luck they have at the quarterback position, and now we've seen all the stuff that's uh, been happening with Johnny Manziel. Just keeps on going for the Browns. Unfortunately, you would not want to be a Cleveland Browns fan. Aren't you a Browns fan? I was. Now you're I'm changed. And Patriots. who are you now? You're the pa- oh, you no, are no, the I'm Patriots. Den- I'm Denver. I'm Denver. You're Denver. Actually, <laughs> 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 so I listened during the week as well. A funny episode when we made you do the Patriots quiz. That was pretty enjoyable. Oh, that was pretty good. I got a couple of decent ones. You got four. You weren't expecting me to get four, though, were you? You got four. You weren't expecting and me to get four. A, one of the questions you got was, who's the all-time leading passer in Patriots history? And who's the all-time winningest coach? So did I get it right? You got them both right. Exactly. Which could you, could you still get them right? Do you know who they are? Is it Brady and Belichick? Yeah. <laughs> so yes, the answer is yes. I could get it right. Yeah. Well Sucked done. in both of you. Sucked in. <laughs> Bengals. <laughs> you jerk. Have you got it now? Who are they, Richie? Bangles. Cincinnati professional football team. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Richie's always just gone off his chair. All right. So what's the the movements? We're gonna we're gonna have a couple of weeks off. Yeah, Chris, you play a sweeper for us. Looking forward, the rest of the NFL calendar, basically until it gets to the NFL draft is yeah. really what it's all about. So coming up first is the NFL scouting combine. That will run from the 23rd of Feb to the 29th of Feb. Obviously the opportunity for all teams to come along and have a good look at everyone. You get to interview players, all that sort of thing. There's always a workout warrior who everyone gets tricked into. And he gets drafted Except too high. Except the year it was Dontari Poe, because he ended up being a really good player. He did. Um, so we probably won't do a show till after the combine, because at the same time, the deadline for franchise tags and transition plays has to be in on the 1st of March. Yep. So we'll probably do a show after that. Um, then basically the league year will start, and unre- unrestricted free agency will begin on March 9. There are some really good free agents out there at the moment. Now, many will get re-signed before they get to that. Yeah. But I reckon there's going to be quite a few players moving around. 
Yeah, there's a, and there's a lot of quarterbacks, not necessarily top-tier quarterbacks, but now that Kirk Cousins has walked, or you know, potentially walking, you've got Kirk Cousins, Brock Osweiler, Ryan Fitzpatrick, you know, just to name a couple. So there's a bit of interest there. Johnny Manziel, Robert Griffin... There's a lot of quarterbacks. So. Technically, Griffin isn't one oh, well, until sorry, they, they cut him. They, they've, they're, they're gonna, or maybe they won't if Kirk Cousins walks. They might not be able to. Yeah, exactly. Well, that's something they have to seriously weigh up. A couple of players out of the Super Bowl, Von Miller and Josh Norman, are both going to be free agents as well. Also, Malik Jackson, who is the was the touchdown scorer in the, in the Super Bowl. So I think he'll definitely be moved. He'll be the guy that they'll, they just won't be able to afford to keep him. I just hope he doesn't go to, you know, he is a Tennessee boy. From you know from college, so maybe he goes plays for a team like Tennessee Titans to be a good fit for that defense. I just don't want him to go somewhere like the Jags and you know disappear into obs- obscurity. But who knows? An interesting one for me is Alshon Jeffrey at the Chicago Bears. Yeah, what do you do if they lose him? They're stuck because for- they've already said they're not signing Forte. Well, they've released him already. Yeah, he's a free agent as well. The interesting for for Jeffrey the because of the way college football's played now. There's more and more wide receivers making an impact as rookie and secondary yeah. players than ever before. And Alshon Jeffrey was one of those. He can command a pretty good price, but he can pretty much go wherever he wants. He can ride his ticket. Could you imagine? Do you think he leaves? Yeah. Like, does does this guy that make a run? They, yes, I would. It's like, it's like Doug Martin said. He wants to get paid. They all want to make their money now. It's a career for them. He Alshon Jeffrey probably has one chance of getting a huge contract. Same yeah, with Doug and Martin. this is it. And this is it. So, like, like, imagine him paired up with Des Bryant at the Cowboys. Imagine him in Green Bay. Imagine him at Seattle, who, yeah. believe it or not, Seattle have the fifth most salary cap available in the league. Imagine him in Seattle. Yep, that's a true story. God, fifth most available salary. That's insane. And they've already re-signed Russell Wilson. Now they've got to put a few. They've got to get Bobby Wagner and that. It, Signed up in the next couple of years, but they've got Richard Sherman, Earl Thomas, Cam Chancellor, and Russell Wilson all under up. contract. You get a guy like Ocean Jeffrey in Seattle, then you've got Jimmy Graham, um, that young, I know Marshall Lynch is retired, but you've got Rawlings there, the young running back who was great last year. All of a sudden, that team's. Well, you don't have to pay Marshall anymore. Exactly. You're going so. to get money back, you know, 10 million back there, plus the caps. You know, you're going to see some big contracts this year because of the $13 million yeah, cap. Yeah, being extension. added to the cap. Yeah. Speaking of the cap, on the same day, March 9, the teams must be under for the 2016 cap. So you'll see a lot of that after free cuts agency? and things like that. No, it's the same day as free agency. So you'll see a lot of cuts. There's a handful of days as throughout the season. As free agency starts? Yeah, the same oh, day okay. it starts. So obviously, most teams are going to be under. Yep. Although Drew, Drew Brees is apparently going to restructure his contract, which is interesting. Well, they desperately need to do $30 that. $30 million he's going to yeah. put Plus towards. a junior Colette, who isn't even on the team count yeah, against he's, the he's cap. He's at 19, almost 20 million, 19.8 yeah. or something. Either way, so that's, that's absolutely insane. So that all happens on the same day. That's March 9. Uh, teams with new head coaches can begin their off-season programs on April the 4th, and then teams with returning head coaches can start their off-season programs on April 19th. Then, of course, sorry, 18th. Then it gets to the NFL draft, April 28th through 30. It is a huge event now. It's going back to Chicago again this year. The way the NFL has structured this, taking one day for day one, they take another day for day two. Subsequent into the weekend, they have more draft days. But it no, is they a, do a day now. day one is first round. Then isn't day two, two and three? You're right. It probably and is. then the rest. Yeah, is on, the, is on yeah. the Saturday. Yeah, and they they 
they cut the time limit down in between by a lot. But the first the first round, sitting down and watching that, if you're if you're interested in the NFL and you really like it, you get they draft a player and then they spend you know ten minutes, fifteen minutes in between each pick talking about the ramifications of that player, how it affects the roster, the team, who they need. It's, it's great, and trades are done. It's real, And they give you, you know, uh, if, if your team picks a guy and you don't know who he is, if you don't know a lot of college guys, they give you a really good video and insight into the type of player he is. It makes you get really excited about the players getting drafted. I really liked I watched it last year. I think I watched the first uh, three rounds. I didn't watch the later rounds, but... Oh, no, don't watch the later it was, rounds. It was awesome. Like yeah, you said... really good. ESPN's coverage of it is really, really good. The way yeah. that they did the uh, the draft, I also liked how they leading up to it. I think on NFL Live or one of those, they had that uh, like the, the the draft room segment that they did where they oh um, yeah they they got ex uh, GMs and all that sort of stuff into the room everyone into a team and talk room and through draft. what yeah. they would actually do. So yeah. whether they would look at trading up or trading down or what player they would select and why and all that sort of stuff. It's a big and it's deal. fantastic to hear about because obviously we're not we're not able to get this insight from the GMs. We can't go into to these rooms and and see what's going on. So to be able to get the insight from the uh, the ex GMs onto these shows is fantastic to see. Yeah, yeah definitely. To it, get their actual mind process is, is it's an is incredible terrific. process and how each team goes about how they grade players and grade need as well. Yeah, there's some organisations that will always talk about take the best player no matter what, take the guys top Green of your board Bay. regardless of need, draft talent. Then you get others who are saying, oh, okay, but the, the best player is a quarterback. We've got a quarterback. Let's take this. But then there are there are other teams who just they don't care. They will I, just take I the think, best player. I think quarterback is the one position that you leave out of that rule. If you have Tom Brady, you don't draft a quarterback. Now, I'll, I'll be shattered if the Cowboys draft a quarterback with the fourth pick this year. Second round, not so much. But fourth round, you need to get... Fourth pick in the draft, you need to get a superstar. Yeah, that's an impact player Instant. from day one. You know, so hopefully they do that. But that's the thing, you, you get teams value players very differently and yeah, you'd love to be a fly on the wall in some of those rooms when they're trying. Apparently within every pick, there's someone trying to trade or trade the pick away. Yeah. And oh, it's just whether it's they can get what they want. If they can't, they just pick the guy. They just they just take what they can get. After the draft, you'll see rookie minicamps kick off in May. Uh, the NFL spring meeting is late in May. It's where rule changes, things like that happens. You get the rookie symposium around... Late June, where all ex-player knuckleheads come in and tell all rookie knuckleheads not to be one. And Home Edwards is the best. They that. almost always are. You only need one car. Uh, then, of course, there's at the end of July, the teams have to sign their free agent tagged players to a long-term deal or play under that franchise tag so they'll become a free agent at the end of the year. After that, we're back to the preseason. So in all that, we'll have a few weeks off here and there. Uh, we won't be weekly until we get back, probably after the NFL draft, we'll be back weekly. From yeah, there. that's when it gets real interesting. You get a lot of injuries in the OTAs and whatnot. Start doing our season predictions and, and stuff like that. So, and then we can start uh, compiling a list of funny stuff that you boys say again for what? next year. Yeah, no, I don't say as many funny things now. If you say so. I can say disrepute. Is that that's right? better. That's right. funny I panicked now. for a second you, and I thought it was wrong. You're, you're going to be kicked off the show if you don't say anything funny. <laughs> you're only good for being funny, mate. Fair enough. Who, who would, you get, would you get Salisbury in to replace me? Probably, if you'd do it. Yeah, he wouldn't lower himself to our standard. No, I wouldn't have thought so. Nah, me neither. I might do it. <laughs> Come on, Chris. <laughs> then, I, then I'd have to learn more. <laughs> Bangles.
<laughs> uh, he got ya. Certainly did. Anything else, Chris, to Anything add? Any, Chris, any, we get any on? dumb things you want to do? Do you want to talk about no. any other upcoming podcasts on the SEN America channel? No, I've put all my focus into this one. This one took all my focus. I was cutting up all the uh, the audio. It's just taken all of it out, everything out of me. So this is the only podcast at the moment going on on SEN America. So is just, that because we're the best? tuning in. When does I'd baseball so. restart? Baseball, well, spring season, spring uh, spring training starts very yeah, soon. The season starts early Fritter April. Back in the sh- now, funny actually, if you did one of these for Fritter, he called Richie. Richard Carraway in one of his previews he did, in one of his cross promotion, and I really? thought it was one of the funniest things I've ever heard. So now I call him Carraway. I would have written that for him as well. He would have just misread it. I it think. was so funny. C's and G's, they really look the same, if you say so. <laughs> Not if they're lowercase. Um, yeah, so we're the only one going at the moment. You're the only one. The only one. So everyone Inside can the playbook just listen to this podcast isn't going anymore. I wouldn't or? have thought so. No, okay, no worries. I wouldn't Fair have enough. thought so. And what about MLB? Are we back soon? NBA. No, no, I wouldn't have thought so. I reckon you've got something in the works. So we'll see how we go. We'll have an announcement in the few week, in the next few weeks. I hope. <laughs> Don't get anyone's hopes up. <laughs> Thanks, boys. That's no. been a good season. It's been Thanks. great. It's been, yeah, a great it's been fun season. working. Thank you, and Chris. You've done a great we, job. As much as we do tease you, mate. Thank you yeah. so much for having Thanks. us every week and doing this extra work outside your normal working day. Yeah, you only get paid a hundred bucks an hour for this. I get hundred bucks. They gave me oh, a free packet get... of nuts, and I thought it was awesome. I got a Bataki oh. ham once. Oh, in that case, oh, that was good. Bataki oh, ham I don't get paid then. Is there anything in the prize closet now? Uh, there would be, but Judy is uh, she won't let you. I got a voucher once Judy's for calling finished. in in the morning to. Yeah, that's, not, that's not related to this. And he gave me a voucher for. That's a because no one have you been listens. Yet? No, not yet. Over summer. No, we should go together. You're the only one. You were the only one that rang us that day. I know. Was it New Year's Day or New Year's Eve? New Year's Day. No, New Year's Eve. I was going to get. Food and it was morning. like 6.30 in the morning. Yeah, I wanted to get there early. Wait, you rang at 6.30 in the morning on New Year's Eve? 7. I got there at 7.30 because it opened at That's 7. disgusting. 7.30 because I wanted to get seafood and it would have all been gone. Se- I think about it, mate. Why didn't you get it the day before? Yeah, I want fresh food. God, you're just... Look at me, mate. You think I don't eat fresh food? <laughs> My body's a temple. <laughs> yeah, it gets what it wants. <laughs> <laughs> I'm on a seafood diet. Do I need to make that joke? Or do you oh, all get it? I, seafood, I think eat I can. Food? Oh, yeah. I like that. Yeah, it's good. It's pretty funny. All right, we've been babbling long enough. Thanks for downloading the SEN NFL podcast. You can follow James on Twitter at Jartha6594. Nobody fought with him last week, so do him a favor. <laughs> and you can follow me at Richard03. Maybe not until next week, but until soon for James Arthur, for our producer Chris Tyler, who put all the hard work together. I'm Richard Garraway. Thanks for listening. For more SEN America podcasts, head to sen.com.au. To keep up to date with the latest American sports news and interviews from around SEN, follow SEN America on Twitter at SEN America and on Facebook at facebook.com slash SEN America. Well, but then if you if you lose it halfway through the season, then you lose the game and all the respect for you goes out the window. Are you saying there's some sort of respect for me in that studio? A little bit, yeah. Oh, wow. Well, <laughs> <laughs> Just from me, though, maybe not from Richie. That's what pride feels like. <laughs> Whether you've overdone it at the gym, at the dinner table, or on the couch. AHM Health Insurance have a cover for you. Join direct at ahm.com.au.